the power to shatter the loving union of the universe. Hey there, it's Nicole. Welcome to the Music Hi-Fi Podcast for the week ending June 24th, 2011. This week's music, it's a DJ mix. It includes tunes from Flying Lotus, Todd Lati, Subtract, Chad Valley, and more. Also in this episode, is it really happening? The launch of Spotify draws near. The 25 highest paid musicians in the world. Make your own Shazam. Plus, a new study reveals the nation's musical obsessions. We're going to kick things off with a new song from Gold Panda. My name's Nicole Safani, and this is Music High Five.
coucou, toi, coucou.
music hi-fi we're in the mix just getting started here this is a mix i made for the gen art film festival a few weeks ago frivolous with wasting time also heard from masomenos songs three balloons and kick things off with gold panda the song's marriage and that was the baths remix so a little bit of news happening in music and technology as usual spotify you know it's always news happening with them hopefully they'll officially be launching in july that's the word on the street. They've closed another round of funding, totaling $100 million based on a $1 billion valuation. We're signing the remaining deals as I speak, said Jonathan Forrester, General Manager of Europe and Global VP of Ad Sales at Spotify. He's speaking from the Omnicom Conference in London. To make the labels happy, Spotify has reportedly agreed to a faster monetization strategy than they currently have. That could mean more restricted trials than its current ad-supported freemium model. Spotify has 10 million users in Europe, and 1 million of the subscribers pay 10 euros a month for an ad-free version with mobile apps. That's pretty similar to what other sites like Mug and RDO are doing now. Spotify is slated to launch stateside sometime in July. And you know it's all about options, because now an indie label is saying no to Apple's iCloud. Chicago-based indie label Numero has opted out of iTunes in the cloud, and in particular iTunes Music Match. We feel that a great risk is being taken by Apple and the major labels that have accepted the terms of this new product wholesale. The laws that protect compositions and copyrights for songs are more or less being trampled under these agreements, according to label head Rob Sevier. He continues that Apple and their major label partners have created a reward system that is both incomprehensible in scope and totally out of sync with I iCloud streaming peers' financial mechanics. We feel that Apple's pittance is an insult not only to them, but to every other musician, living or dead. This is really important because what they're saying is Apple's system is a lot different from its competitors, um, Moog, Rhapsody, Spotify, RDO. Um, and what's great is that unlike back in the day when you could only sell your digital music on iTunes, there are a few other options, but still nowhere near as big as iTunes. But when it comes to streaming music, there are some options, and that's really important for artists and publishers and labels and everybody in the business of monetizing music. Also in the news is Shazam. Their technology lets people use their cell phones to learn the names of songs. Um, it's pretty much you just hit record on your phone and you can hold your phone up to the speaker in a car or in a public place, wherever you might be, and you can learn the name of what it is you're hearing. 
So they've raised $32 million in funding in order to bolster expansion plans and move the company closer to a potential public stock offering. And this is a very desirable service. Yahoo's looking to battle Shazam with their Android Music ID app. They've also created their own solution to Apple's iTunes Genius. Their product is called Play by Yahoo Music. It's a free Android app that includes over-the-air song identification and smart shuffle playback features. Meanwhile, the Echo Nest, they're an organization that's in the business of music data. They've launched a platform that lets any developer create their own baby Shazam for a fraction of the cost. It's called EchoPrint, and it's being tutored as the world's first fully open source music fingerprint service. It draws on the UK firm Seven Digital's catalog of 13 million songs, and they have plans to expand their database over time as more apps are launched using it. Also, Forbes magazine relates to the 25 highest paid musicians in the world last week. The top five include U2 at $195 million. I'm like, what? That's a lot. Number two is Bon Jovi with $125 million. Number three is Elton John with $100 million. Lady Gaga comes in at number four with 90 mil. And Michael Bublé is at number five with 70. For the full list, you can visit the blog. It's musichifi.wordpress.com. As part of its Sounds of the Summer celebrations, audio giant Audio-Technica has conducted a study into the nation's musical preferences to find out just how obsessed we are when it comes to our tunes. More than a thousand people were questioned, and with singing at work and dancing in the street commonplace, we've certainly got some strange habits. The vast majority of people, 96%, claim they would rather give up film and cinema for a year over music with a further 73% opting to ditch live sport over music, 37% ditch TV for music, and a dedicated third of people, 34% in fact, opted to ditch sex rather than going a year without music. The study also reveals that we like to listen to music in some unusual places. 40% prefer to do it in bed, 27% in the shower, 11% while making love, and an obsessive 7% while asleep. In terms of apps on the market, there's a rumor going around that Apple filed a patent that will shut down your camera at live concerts. Apple wants to use infrared receivers that disable your video camera when it's held up to film live performances. Texting and phone capabilities would still work as usual. The aim is to protect those who hold exclusive rights to concerts, like the event organizers or broadcasters. I don't know, personally I think it's a lost cause, but we'll see what happens with that. Also, something really interesting I wanted to share with you guys, The Guardian. They released a really cool interactive modern music timeline on their site last week. Um, the link to that is at musichifi.wordpress.com. If you have app sites or memes to share, email me your faves. It's nicolesafani at gmail.com. Feel free to send a tweet at Safonic. Text me at 310-460-8098. You can find links from today's episode over on the blog. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Music Hi-Fi Podcast. We're going to get back into the mix. Looking forward to seeing you soon.
Thank you.